0: Everybody was talking about the shocking emotion that we all felt, when the Rebbe spoke that uh, extraordinary sikha that left us all with our mouths open and literally shaking. I remember exactly pacing up and down in the Besmedesh of the Yeshiva, when we listened to it over the uh, speaker as it came in And uh, it kind of left us at the end of the Fabrengen silently, there was like nothing to say. How can we respond? Half the room said, we're gonna write a letter to the Rebbe, we're not accepting this. You know, kind of a knee jerk reaction. What do we say to that? What the Rebbe told us? Now, after a while you start thinking about it and you hear the Rebbe and the words that the Rebbe said the, the words, the uh, words that things were God forbid, in such a level, it was stunning, shocking. And we were all in a state of shock, you might say. But there is another perspective of how we look at it. And then once you take a look at it from a fuller kind of overview and take a look at the entire sicha, because when you listen to the sicha, that part of the sicha is what grabs you and and forces your attention. But the Rebbe began the first part of the sicha, in fact, most of the sicha was about the reality of finding ourselves presently in a state of geula. He talked about the month and the day and the parsha, and etc., and connecting it with all kinds of matters, even to the point of view of connecting it with lechatchilah That's so how we ended up Chavchaz Nisan. is a, a preparation for Chavtaz, for uh, for Yom Kippur cotton, for preparation for the preparation for Pes ear, Lechatchilah ribe. Everything has to be lechatchilah ribe. So the Rebbe is talking about redemption, he's talking about Mashiach, he's talking about Geula, he's talking about it in a clear way where we're all feeling very comfortable that we're in a state of redemption, it's happening right now, it's happening in this month, in this day, in this night, and suddenly we start to hear language that stuns us. We never heard language like that before, and besides which, it really touched us to the core because we are used to being dependent on the Rebbe, which is the way a is, is dependent, but the Rebbe also demands from us another level. And that's what I think the Rebbe was referring to at this point. In Yur Aleph, Tovshi Yur Aleph, at the beginning of the Nasiyas, the Rebbe used language like, I'm thinking going to do it, but I will need you to be the force. I will be here to help you. I'll be here to do whatever I can, but I need you not to back off. This is not a one-man show. This is not a rabbi doing everything for his chassidim and that's it. This is a leading his chassidim, Like Meish when he says that he is among the 600,000 yidin. He has to be together with the 600,000 yidin. He needs to have everybody come along with him in this process. What did the Rebbe mean to say, I did what I can, now I'm leaving it to you? Did it not only mean that you have to learn a little bit more about Mashiach? Of course, that's the fact. And of course, people were learning about Mashiach like never before. More people and more people. I think there was a whole different Nakudah here. The Nakudah here is when we were singing, watching the Rebbe by We want Mashiach now. So the island was singing, we want Mashiach. And they were singing. And all of a sudden, the Rebbe turned around and made with his hand up and back and the place exploded. What happened there? Why did it explode? Because we were with the Rebbe's energy at that moment. It was the Rebbe singing through our mouths. It was the Rebbe exploding about Mashiach. The Rebbe wants a different level of Mashiach from his chassidim. Yes, everybody's having a lot of success. We are Chabad is today in a place that has never been before, accepted as mainstream, as the most powerful organization in the world, touching more Jews than anybody else is touching. Everybody's got beautiful Maestas. Maestas are being growing all over the world. People are joining Chabad from every sector, like never before Chabad is being accepted and being lauded for what it does. Even those naysayers are not naysaying anymore and so forth. There is a, there's a, I just was uh, picked up a, a book from the, uh, uh, that was just published by a professor in Israel Professor Bilu, that, uh, that the name of the book with us now more than ever before. So this book talks about the Rebbe's presence from a sociological point of view, and he writes in his Abdoma, This is not about being a Chassid. This is not about. This is purely from a sociological point of view how the Rebbe's influence impacted people to think and act in a certain way and have a certain kind of a dynamic relationship. And from that perspective, the Rebbe wants us to have pnimius Chassidus month pnimius you got to really mean it. Not just you know, we want Mashiach singing. Take a little mask and we're talking about in your daily activities. What do you feel? Do you have a yearning on a daily basis? How do we change that paradigm? How do we change our shift to really feel Mashiach and think about him, internalize it? Not just singing it once in a while or singing it once in a while or having a sign, think, sing it or chavchas, this and remembering the matter. But like the Rebbe, since when he spoke at that moment, and I've been thinking about it for all these years, because the, the voice of the Rebbe at that time still rings in my ears. And you think to yourself, the Rebbe, when he wrote the letter, that since he's been a child, he's dreaming about Mashiach. The Rebbe took Mashiach to a different level. The Rebbe to, to, to the Rebbe Mashiach was very personal. It was his life, it was his mission, it was his whole objective. This was the seventh generation. This was the generation of Mashiach. And the way that he felt about Mashiach was the way that we feel about the Rebbe. That's how the Rebbe felt about Mashiach. He felt about that, about the Fidic Rebbe. He felt about Mashiach in that same way. We, even when we're talking about Mashiach and the Rebbe, Mashiach and so forth, But then we feel about Mashiach like we really yearn for Mashiach because we want a life of Mashiach. Of course we want Mashiach. When you have a problem, you want Mashiach for sure. But that internalized relationship with Mashiach, that need to have that connection, that's what the Rebbe was asking us to do. And that's why he said 10 people. What do you mean 10 people? They're going to do more than 10 people are going to accomplish it. Three or four people are going to accomplish it. He said, I need other people to feel it the way I've felt it. Join me in the process. So how do you do that? How do you really feel about Mashiach that way? How do you take it to the level where it becomes personal, where it becomes individual, where it becomes as important to you as building your, your masid, as, as expanding your programs? It becomes as important to you as anything else you do. When that ever said that this is the most important mifzah, what does he mean by that? Did it mean to let other so, go? No, you got to put on film with Eden and you got to do little this with Eden and you got to put Moses on Eden's doors, etc. But Mashiach has to be the underlying forceful aspect of what drives me. What drives us is Mashiach. What drove the Rebbe, what drives the Rebbe is Mashiach. That you, on a daily basis, you know, you know that story that everybody tells, the story that happened to be that. When I was a Bakhnishiva, it happened with me this story, the same story. That I was learning with this, uh, this kid that lived in Crown Heights from a Masagasha family. And he went off the path a little bit. So his father came, his father was a salesman. And I used to I learn Dafiaimi in those years, et cetera, et cetera. A real Lithuanian Jew. And he came to 770 to see someone who could save his son. So I started learning with his son a little bit. His son started coming to Fabrin's. And the exact same thing that the people have that same question. They said to these, so this father said to him, "You got so turned on to the Chabad, his father came to complain to me. He's becoming a Chassid. He wants to now go to the et etc. He wants to learn This It's not our family style." I said, "Listen, you asked me to help you out with your son. That's what that's what's happening." So he says to me that uh, he, he asked his son that uh, why do you keep going to the Rebbe? He, he went to it with his son to the Rebbe's again. And he said, well, you know, it was, it was nice. You yeah, know, but I go to the Shiva, I hear a purple and this over here. You know, it's like uh, different than what he's used to. So what do you see about him? He says, "Oh, yeah, the rabbi he really wants Mashiach. So he says, yeah, all you Russian Shivas, they end their trushes with, you know, Mashiach should come and in our times, etc." He says, yeah, but the rabbi means it. But this kid who went off the path, of kid saw that the rabbi means it. The rabbi said to us, mean it. Do it because you mean it, not because I said you got to do it, not because you got to scream. We want Mashiach now, but feel it in your heart and soul. We want Mashiach now. Make it personal. Make it something that grabs you, that you think about. You learn about Mashiach. Do we think about him? Do we meditate about it? What does it mean, Mashiach? You say we want Mashiach to come. What does it mean? Do we want Mashiach to come? So, to most of us, and uh, myself included, Mashiach come means we'll come to Faberlingen again. And the Rebbe will say Sichas, and the Rebbe will say, my marim, and they'll uh, give the Keshul Bracha, and that'll uh, say, what do you need Mashiach? So the Rebbe said clearly that Mashiach is not a Mashiach only for Yidn. Mashiach is a Mashiach to the world. The whole world has to to has to recognize Yidn for Mashiach. He said it many times in the Sichas about that fact, that the whole world has to recognize that Mashiach is here not only the given themselves. This is not a Jewish program. This is a program that we have to bring to the whole world. So the whole world, when they look at us, they have to look at a person that sees we are looking for a moment of redemption. We're looking for a time when the world will be balanced. We are not satisfied with the status quo of the world. The status quo is not the right way. We need to make a change, a vital fundamental change in our whole thinking pattern in this matter. I think that's what they have asked of us. He didn't ask of us, of course, you have to have more shurim And of course, you have to have, um, do everything more. But about this nekuda itself, this is what he was talking about. This nekuda, he said, we're in the day of redemption. We're in the month of redemption. We're in the parsha of redemption. We're in the day of the week of it. Everything that I've stressed were all aspects of redemption. And it's And he's not here yet. What does that mean? And nobody, we walked away from that for Brengi, and nobody thought we want Mashiach now. Only what we thought about was, wow, what should we do now? What the Rebbe said, we didn't think about. We have to change ourselves about Mashiach. That's what the Nakuda is. The Nakudas. What did the Rebbe want from us? The Rebbe didn't want from us that we should be feel badly about what he said. The Rebbe shocked us into a reality. He said, guys, I want you to know. If you're on the team, I want you to be on my team, do what I'm doing. And what I'm doing is not only learning about Mashiach, what I'm doing is living Mashiach, feeling Mashiach, bringing Mashiach into the practicality of my existence. And so on a daily basis for a person to have a few moments a day, just like you think this, think about what do I need Mashiach for? What kind of world will it be? Will I be able to have the same kind of vacation? Will I be able to relax a little bit? Will I be able to go out for dinner at night? It's going to be a different world. No more dinners at night. No more relaxation. No, it's going to be a different world. Do I want that world? In other words, am I looking for a spiritual world that's a Mashiach world? Today, we're living in a physical world. And of course, we're khsidim and we're shluchim. And we're connected to the Rebbe. We do what the Rebbe wants. The Rebbe wants us to rise to another level. That's what he asked us to do. He asked us to rise to his level. That's the Rebbe said, I want you to be together with me in this trip. I need you to yearn like I'm yearning. I need you to feel like I'm feeling. I don't want to have to turn you on to this feeling and remind you about Mashiach on a regular basis. If the Rebbe would stop talking about Mashiach, we would stop talking about Mashiach. Like happens many times that ever says, you know, if you talk about it every year, various projects that ever said, whether it's Mr. Putin or Mr. Pesach, he said he has to repeat it over and over again because till next year we forget about it again. That ever puts it on the, on the agenda, it's on the agenda. I'm glad that we're sitting here today, because as you may know, it was publicized that it audit in Tavshim Memalaf about Tavshim Pei Aleph and Af and the whole Indian from the Gematria and so forth, that the I-bishtia is going to transform. It's going to be a big year. We're 40 years from, uh, from Tavshim sense since Rebbe said that and wrote that. We're 30 years from Nun Alef. We are at, we're moving towards the cliff and it's time to make that massive change. I'm not talking to you with a I'm talking to myself as well here. Not to to myself as well. I'm talking to myself primarily. I'm thinking to myself, what am I doing about Moshiach? What do I do to think about him? How do I bring him into my life? Am I serious about him? Do I think about him as much as I think about, again, uh, about my new projects or whatever I'm doing? Or my contacts or I'm meeting with somebody? Do I'm thinking about him on a daily basis? Like I think about the most important thing in my life. Am I thinking about him like I'm thinking about my Moshiach every single day? Is that it? Is it part of my life that touches me to the core? Like it touched the Rebbe to the core. It was the Rebbe's core was the union of Mashiach. Everybody knows it. The Rebbe put Mashiach on the map again after 3,000 years. Totally put it on the map again in that way, from that perspective. So we say al-Chaim and the Mitzvah uh, Hashem, the should help us that we should be zecheh to move into that sphere that we should feel like, the Rebbe wants us to feel, that we should think about Mashiach. And when we think about Mashiach, there's, it's inevitable that we think about the Rebbe because as I said to many people, and uh, I'm just gonna say, repeat it here just for a moment, you know, you talk about Chofchas and, and so forth and uh, identifying Mashiach and so forth. And, you know, we, we, here we don't have to talk about identifying it that way, but when I talk to Fremde Yidden, people that are not into that role yet, and they think about how he can say that and so forth. So I, when we opened up the Rambam, and I've told you the story of uh, Mr. Rohr came to me one day that a, f- a friend of his said to him, how can you dive in a shoe like this when they say that, that it was Mashiach, and you know, it was after Gimotamus, et cetera. So Mr. Rohr came to see me. So we, we sat down, I sat down with him and his friend, and we opened up the Rambam, and we learned the whole last few prakim of Hilchus Malachim. and when we finished the Hilchus Malachim, this last few prakim, I asked him again I asked him one question do you know anybody that fits the role of Mashiach? Do you know anybody in our time that fits the role of Mashiach? No, we don't know would that ever fit the role of Mashiach? Start thinking for a minute and they said, yeah, he could fit the role so I said, forget about that you're sitting that. you're talking about a person who fits the role of Mashiach what else do you want? living in a generation of Mashiach, living a generation with Mashiach, with a Rebbe that fits the role of Mashiach. So again, all we have to do, it's not all we have to do, but the thing that we have to do, from my perspective, from what I understand from the Rebbe, is that we have to internalize it. We have to look at Mashiach like, like Chabad Chassidim look at Mashiach, like Chassidim looked at Mashiach, not something just, not paka paka, but to really feel it, to really think it, to really emote it, to really bring it part of our lives. And in such a way, when we take it in the panemius, we'll also bring it into the chetzanius, and we'll be zarech that the Rebbe's objective will be realized immediately, and we'll be together with the Rebbe emir Hashem and listen to terechadoshim yititaytzei, Dedan mamish. Chai.